Welcome to Marketing Tales with Chris Raposo, a podcast created to spotlight and highlight marketers, tell their stories, and share their knowledge with those interested in all things marketing. If you're interested in more than just the cut and dry strategies and tactics and want to learn more about the human side of his guests and how they got to where they are today, then this show is for you. Welcome to Marketing Tales with Chris Raposo, a podcast created to spotlight and highlight marketers, tell their stories, and share their knowledge with those interested in all things marketing. If you're interested in more than just the cut and dry strategies and tactics and want to learn more about the human side of his guests and how they got to where they are today, then this show is for you. A video production, some people may think big, big production, right? Big film crew, um, which can seem overwhelming to some businesses. Um, can you suggest some simple yet effective types of video that can help market businesses and how they can start? Totally, totally. So here's one thing I've learned in the last 20 years of owning my agency is many companies, they think we have to talk about ourselves. So we need like an about us video, right? We need to tell our story and, and talk about ourselves, how long we've been in business and all that. And that is great. I think there's a time and a place for those types of videos. But to me, there's so many other types of video content that companies can create. But a lot of times they don't know, right? They're like, well, I'll talk about myself, my products, my services, my history. What else can I talk about, right? And it's like, no, put yourself in your customer's shoes. What do they want to know? So let me give you kind of three answers to your question about like what, what types of content. Frequently asked questions, right? Think of your 10, 20, whatever most uh, asked questions, create short videos for that. Secondly is uh, elephants. Every industry has a different, you know, elephants in the room. So create video content about those elephants, right? So as, as you're talking to your audience, hey audience, you know, I know you're maybe thinking about how much does this cost? Or, Let me answer that for you. And then you kind of go into that. that, that builds trust, it shows expertise, and sometimes it can even qualify that customer, right? So if you say, hey, you know, our product might cost between X and Y, but they're like way down here, they weren't probably gonna buy from you, from you anyway. And then lastly is unicorns, okay? So uh, unicorns are those uh, items of your, your blogs, your articles, your social media posts that outperform the others. So double down on that, create content on your unicorns that was already performing well, Think about different um, ways to kind of spin or, or a, a different aspect of that piece of content that you can create video content for. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Marketing Tales Show with Chris Raposo. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Jeff Long, the owner of True Focus Media. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited to uh, talk more about uh, marketing and, and lots of other fun topics. Jeff, I did a little bit of research on you, like I always do on my on my guests, and I saw that you have a degree from Faith Baptist Bible College, and you are the owner of True Focus Media. Tell us a little bit about your background, your education, and your company. Yeah, yeah, a great question. I love that. So like a lot of people, um, I, in high school especially, had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. Uh, even in college, I didn't know. Like it took me several years post college to really figure that out. 
And so I just didn't, I didn't know any marketers. I didn't know any business people, entrepreneur. I just, I just didn't know, right? I felt like I grew up in the stone ages or something. Uh, I, so uh, my dad uh, was one of the professors at this uh, Bible college and it, it just kind of made sense to go there. You know, it wasn't this big decision. It was just like, yeah, let, let's do that. Uh, you know, I got a break on tuition, which, which always helped. But I, I really got an excellent education. I got over my fear of public speaking, which was critical to my success uh, moving forward, made lifelong friends. I mean, there were a lot of benefits. Um, and then, yeah, a couple years, uh, two years after uh, graduating, I started uh, this uh, marketing agency with two other, uh, two other friends. And even that was uh, kind of a, a God moment, I call it, where he kind of made things very clear, like, oh, that's what I should do. But the funny thing is, Chris, once... Once I kind of um, discovered that I was an entrepreneur, that I was creative in that way, it was like this faucet of creativity just flow. I mean, it was it was insane. I would stay up all hours of the night, like writing these different business ideas and strategies. And it was like, where is this coming from? Like, I, I didn't know I had this. Right. So uh, it was a, a very interesting and, and, and kind of cool background of when I started my company. Yeah, I love that. I love that you listen to the calling there and uh, and that little nudge from from God, you know, to get you on the on the right way. And then if you're on the right path, that like you said, it opens the uh, the pathway. It opens the doors. And sometimes doors will remain locked if it's not for you. So um, that's really cool, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about more about your video marketing journey. So can you explain your journey, how you got into video marketing, and how you've seen it evolve over the years? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when we first and, and so I, I started the company with two business partners. After several years, they both uh, went different directions, and so I was kind of the, the owner. And then I, uh, you know, I brought some people on board, either full time or part time. So right now, I have two full timers uh, and a couple contractor, you know, part time people. Uh, so we started just as a video marketing agency, and this, I think, from what I remember, was before YouTube, or maybe you, I think YouTube was 08, if I can remember. You know, so we started in two thousand three. And, um, and, you know, video was still kind of a novelty back then, right? Which, again, I feel super old saying that. But uh, so that was a, a unique, um, you know, thing we had that not a lot of people did. And um, but what we did that was successful was we listened to our clients' problems. We looked for solutions, right? So even though we were going the direction of video, and, and my business partners had a lot more experience in video, but, but thankfully I was an avid learner, researcher, experimenter. Like I kind of quickly got up to speed uh, in the video production world. Um, but we would hear these things from, from uh, companies about like their website needing to be redone or rebuilt or fixed or whatever. So we actually added uh, web design and development to our, uh, to our services, right? So that's kind of half of our company is the, the video marketing and then the website design development. Um, so that's what I would I always tell people is like just listen to people, hear what their needs are. Maybe you can add another service, or maybe you need to bring somebody else into that, a partner or a um, you know a, another expert. You know that you can be that referral source, and everybody wins. Yeah, absolutely. Who who are your clients? You have a specific audience, a specific niche. Yeah. So. Probably for the first, uh, let's say, 15 or so years, probably 14 years, it was more general, right? It was, you know, um, doctors and insurance and this and that, and, and that was great. But I got to a point where I wanted to kind of focus in uh, in a certain industry. So manufacturing is kind of our our go-to uh, industry. 
And that can look like a lot of things. You know, we have some more industrial type companies, we have more manufacturing, even some construction. So it's kind of in the, the hands-on uh, world. They're, they're making cool stuff. They're good people. Um, and sometimes some companies are a little behind the times as far as their marketing, their video marketing, and, and some of those things. So we can come in and really serve them well. Okay. And let's say one more, one more question about your customers. Do you, do you serve uh, nationwide or do you stay locally? Uh, nationwide. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. And, and, you know, and we'll talk about, uh, you know, something here uh, sometime today or whatever about how we as a video production company can do that either locally in person mm -hmm. or we can do it virtually online. There's kind of this both and it's not, it's not an either or. So we'll, okay. uh, I'll drop that little, uh, that little uh, clue there for later. Okay, very good, very good. Let's stay, let's stay in digital marketing then. Uh, what, in your opinion, sets video marketing apart from other forms of digital marketing and how does it enhance a brand's storytelling capabilities? Yeah, so it to me, it does everything, right? And yeah, I'm the video guy, so I'm gonna say that. But, but I always tell people that, you know, as far as like content marketing, so content is key, but I think video is king, right? Because it demonstrates your products, it showcases your expertise, uh, tells your story. I mean, it, it, it helps your SEO, it, it does so many things. And so to me, it's like, why aren't you doing more videos? And, and you know, we'll talk about some of the barriers to entry and, and some of those things, which I totally understand, but it, it just does a lot of the things that people are trying to do. So people are, maybe their hair's on fire. Hey, we've got to do SEO, we've got to do, um, you know, SEO focused blogs, we've got to do social media, we've got to do this and this. And a lot of times I'm like, well, what if we focus that in, we, we have a video foundation and we can still do a lot of those things, but we start with video because I mean, the statistics show, you know, more people would watch uh, video than read an article. I mean, there's, there's tons of stats that we can uh, talk about. Um, I think it's 72% of people um, fully do their research online, including and preferring watching videos before they reach out to a salesperson or, a, you know, make a, make a, a buying decision there. So video is king. Yeah. Yeah. We have to assume by the time people come to our website and, uh, request a demo, they'll basically know everything about us and they've done a research and they've reviewed any of the, uh, um, testimonials out there about us. That's why they came to us. Um, now video production, some people may think big, big production, right? Big film crew, um, which can seem overwhelming to some businesses. Um, can you suggest some simple yet effective types of video that can help market businesses and how they can start? Totally, totally. So here's one thing I've learned in the last 20 years of owning my agency is many companies, um, and maybe this is kind of the old school model. They think we have to talk about ourselves. So we need like an about us video, right? We need to tell our story and, and talk about ourselves, how long we've been in business and all that. And that is great. I think there's a time and a place for those types of videos. But to me, there's so many other types of video content that companies can create. But a lot of times they don't know, right? They're like, well, I'll talk about myself, my products, my services, my history. What else can I talk about, right? And it's like, no. Put yourself in your customers' shoes. What do they want to know, right? So what common questions are they asking? So let me give you kind of three answers to your question about like what, what types of content. Frequently asked questions, right? Think of your 10, 20, whatever most uh, asked questions. Create short videos for that. Um, Google loves that. It's high in SEO. Social media loves that. So 
put it on, you know, on your uh, social media platforms, put it on your website, YouTube, everywhere. Um, and that will, you know, that is kind of in a, a high ROI, but an easier, easier type of video to make, right? Um, secondly is uh, elephants, okay? So I always talk about elephants is typically your customer has what we call an elephant in the room that's keeping them from making a buying decision. So maybe they're like, oh, Jeff, how, how much is this going to cost? Or how long is this going to take? Or whatever that might be. Every industry has a different, you know, elephants in the room. So create video content about those elephants, right? So as, as you're talking to your audience, hey, audience, you know, I know you're maybe thinking about how much does this cost or blah, blah, blah. Let me answer that for you. And then you kind of go into that. That, that builds trust. It shows expertise. And sometimes it can even qualify that customer, right? So if you say, hey, you know, our product might cost between X and Y, but they're like way down here, they weren't probably going to buy from you, from you anyway. Um, so that's the uh, the elephant strategy. What do you think about that? I love it. I love it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Good. it's good to have that transparency on your website, right? Because sometimes, let's say even if you go to a restaurant and you want to see what they serve there and there's there are no prices next to it, you kind of like, well what kind of a bill am I going to get hit with when I go there with my date, right? Can I afford it? Am I going to embarrass myself? You know, so you want to be upfront with that. And then as you build that trust and then people come to you and like you said, I may not be that right customer for that particular place. And then I'll just don't waste my time and you don't waste your time on me. Right, right. And let me give you the third kind of answer to your original question about, you know, different types of content and what can you do? Uh, so we talked about um, FAQs, elephants, and then lastly is unicorns, okay? So uh, unicorns are those uh, items of your, your blogs, your articles, your social media posts that outperform the others, right? So they're, they're the, like the 20% of your best uh, performing uh, content, and maybe it's giving you the 80% of the results. So double down on that. So mm -hmm. if you have content that is just like killing it, create videos on that blog or create um, a separate video on that first video. So maybe if you're talking about like the, the three benefits of this, maybe talk about the opposite side, the, the negative, you know, three reasons why you shouldn't do this or, or whatever. But anyway, create content on your unicorns because it's already performing well. Think about different um, ways to kind of spin or, or a, a different aspect of that piece of content that you can create video content for. Yeah, that's super, super smart, super relevant for me, especially. I'm in Google Analytics. I always see where my blog posts are, what are the top performers, how can I get more out of these blog posts by repurposing them and then doing a video about them. That's pretty smart, actually. I like that idea. I'm going to implement it. Sure. And, and you could, let's say you have a blog post that's like the top 10 reasons for this, whatever. Uh, you could create short, you know, 10 short videos on each topic, right? We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like you've already created the content. Just make simple videos and boom, you're done. So yeah. a lot of times I think people think it's more complicated than it needs to be. That's exactly what I started doing. I have one blog post. It's like the 10 must have CMS features any higher ed websites should have. And then I would did a little snippet every like YouTube shorts, put them on YouTube shorts. They get good, good, good reach, you know, get our brand out there. It's, it's awesome. Let's stay on YouTube with, with platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And each have unique video content cultures or the way they, you know, are digested, I would say. How can marketers tailor their video strategy to suit different platforms? 
Yeah, I like this question. And it, to me, it's a tough question um, because I'll give you two answers, right? So the, the professional marketer, you know, with works with big companies or wh whatever, like technically you should customize your content for each platform. Cause like you said, they have different audiences, purposes, algorithms, all that. But on the other side of the coin, I, I tell people like, you know what, just get started. Like, don't, don't worry if you're not doing, you know, the video right for TikTok because it works on shorts or, you know, like most people just need to create more content so that they can get more analytical feedback and then they can customize. I, I think uh, that's kind of putting the cart before the horse. If you try to like make all this con different content for different platforms. Yeah. A lot of people, if you're a solopreneur or a small um, company or, or education um, uh, institution, you're going to be. I don't know, you're gonna be spinning your wheels. So that's my recommendation is first, just start creating content, learn from it, and then adjust for each platform. Yeah, and it helps to, from people from getting overwhelmed. You know, if it's too big of a lift at the beginning, they may just give up. They say, hey, I can't totally. do this. Um, so I, I'm a solo marketer at my company. I do the same thing. I have one platform, LinkedIn, that I focus on. And then I'll just use that content that I have and I'll distribute it on Facebook and LinkedIn. But my main audience is on LinkedIn. So I'll just have, if I have a video, I'll just put it on the other platform, see you know what sticks, but I know I created for that particular platform because I can only be, do so many things. Um, right. You know. And you probably know, uh, you know, most um, companies or, or whatever, like they, they have a primary um, platform, right? <laughs> so LinkedIn for a lot of people makes sense for other is it for others it is youtube or instagram or tiktok or you know whatever so yeah kind of lean into where your ideal customer audience whatever is and and then everything else might be secondary yeah so that's, that's brilliant what you're doing yeah yeah thank you very much um so let's just briefly touch on that i know we weren't sure about this question but could you explain how video marketing can be optimized for mobile users and what key considerations should marketers take into account? Because, you know, about, I don't know the statistics, but they're like 60, 70% of people look at videos on their phone on the go, whether they're commuting in a bus or in a train or in a plane or wherever they are, right? They don't necessarily sit in front of the computer. Is there anything they need to do differently? Uh, or do you think that these platforms already auto automatically optimize those videos for mobile? Yeah, great question. I think anymore, like you said with the stats, assume people are, are watching this uh, mostly on mobile. Just mm -hmm. assume that, you know? And, and you can look at your analytics, whether it's in YouTube or uh, you know Google or some other platforms that have those specific uh, uh, analytics. Um, but then practically, make your text more um, uh, bigger, bolder, easier to read, right? So sometimes when we're editing, we'll like, shrink the 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 video box in our video editor to kind of replicate a phone and then be like oh man that's like really small yeah uh, so that's one tip another tip is um make sure your captions are correct i know in certain industries and in languages and different things like auto captions just don't do it yet perfectly you know it might be like 80 percent or 90 but like so a lot of people are um almost reading your video as they're listening or watching. So captions are key these days, almost a must, they are a must have. Yeah, they are a must have to uh, comply with accessibility guidelines for sure. And it's a little bit more work, but it is the right thing to do. So when I do videos, I don't even think about putting a video up without captions anymore. 
it has to have captions for us, uh, for me personally too, with those short snippets that I put on LinkedIn for the recaps of our, of our talks, of our podcast, there's always going to be captions on there, you know, just to make it accessible for everyone. So everyone can consume it. And I personally enjoy it when I put my daughter down at night, I've watched a video on my, on my phone while I put it, while I rock her to sleep and I can't have it loud. So I'll just read what what's going on there. I'm the same way. Yep. I, I, I have YouTube on more often than not. Uh, a lot of it's uh, just for, you know, just general pleasure or whatever, but a lot of it's business stuff. You know, I'm always trying to learn and grow and, and whatever. So I'm a big fan of YouTube listening at like one and a half speed. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yep. All right. Cool, man. Uh, what are some effective ways to incorporate video marketing into a business overall content marketing strategy? Yeah. So, um, this is kind of what I was teasing earlier is, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, that's kind of my, my, um, one of my skill sets, I, I always look for opportunities. And so, like I mentioned before, the old school model with video was, Hey, we need to have an, a, a pro highly professional about us video, and that's going to do the trick. Right. And, and, and again, those are great, but the other side of the coin is like we talked about, what content can you create? What does your customer want to know? What are, what problems are they trying to solve? And, and all those things. And you need to create content for that. So uh, I, I developed this, this uh, strategy called video value bombs. And I'll kind of give you the, the, the strategy here, right? So you and the listeners can, can kind of glean from it. So um, obviously we all see, you know, these, uh, these video, these short videos on YouTube or LinkedIn or TikTok, whatever. Those are great. But I've, I've just found that not many companies have a strategy for those. They might stumble across them. They might um, do some things. So we bring a strategy. So it's a three-step process, video value bombs. One is we have a content roadmap. Like because content is, is king and, and content is key and video is king, what do we need to talk about on it like a 12-month basis? So we lay out uh, this strategy, this roadmap, and then you know, I customize it for each company, of course. It's not just a, a blanket thing. And so now we can kind of go through the buyer's journey and figure out what do we need to talk about. We can talk to salespeople if they're sales reps, or we can talk about you know, whoever we need to talk to to figure out what that is, if it's the CEO or marketing or sales, whatever. Uh, bring the, the, the key stakeholders in. Or if it's just a, a solopreneur person, right? Like they might, they might kind of know what points in the sales process need to be talked about. And then we can create content to kind of replicate that, right? So now you have a, an automated 24 seven sales video process working for you and for your company or institution or whatever that might be. Uh, so that's the, the first of, of the three steps is, is the content roadmap. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, th that's good to have that vision, you know, or that goal so you can aim towards it and you don't get lost on the way as well as if things make it a little bit difficult, right? If you don't have a a goal in mind, an end goal in mind, you may, you know, just put it to the side and never never get to it or never finish right. it. It's always good to have that that goal that you can aim towards um, in order to achieve your business objectives. So that's it's really cool that you guys do that on help people you know, accomplish their, their mission. Yeah. And so we look at things like we've already talked about today, like the elephants in the room, the unicorn principle, the FAQ, you know, we have certain uh, kind of tricks to make content um, brainstorming easier, you know? Yeah. So it's not that we just sit in this room and be like, all right, what are we going to talk about? You know, um, 
and you know, with AI and other tools these days, that's becoming easier and easier. So uh, there, there's, um, yeah, there's just a, a way to make the content brainstorming process easier. Yeah, you just talked about AI. So there's a big shift uh, there coming, if it's not already here. Can you share some of your predictions for the future of video marketing and what trends should marketers be prepared for in the coming years? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm no AI expert, but I've done a lot of you know research and looking into it and, and playing around with different things. Um, I mean, it's going to be a game changer, right? I mean, it, we all know that. But so I think the people that will... Um, continually learn and grow and be on the forefront of, of that, be leaders in the space, whatever that space is, leaders in education or sales or marketing or whatever, they're going to be the ones to use AI and benefit from it versus the people that are just kind of going about their day-to-day -day life, not really thinking about much. They're going to be the ones really negatively impacted by AI. Yeah, absolutely. Then they wake up one day and then they, it's no longer an option. It's a, it's a necessity. You know, you move ahead, you know, you want to be ahead of the, the ball game. And this is, is, we as marketers or PR professionals, we know that it's ingrained in us when we started in this, in this uh, occupation, in this industry. So we're ahead of it, but some people, you know, they may not care right now and they may have a, a wake up call in a couple of years. So uh, I encourage everybody to get into it, dig into it, and just play around with it. Nobody's an expert yet, so is this right. your chance? This is your chance, right? Um, yeah, it's it's going to change, right? You know, there's going to be new versions and new this and new that, and so you know, it's it's like anything. Um, it's always changing, and and so there's some excitement there, and there's some fear with you know many people, and yeah, so we'll just we'll just figure it out and adapt. Exactly, know? exactly. Um, you mentioned that you've been doing this um, for since about. 20 2003 it was 20 yeah, years? yeah. so what's years. That's crazy that's crazy yeah yeah what's one important lesson that you have learned over the course of your video marketing career that you can share with the audience yeah um oh let me get back to your, your previous question because I, I got i gave you the first kind of step of the video value bombs process let me let me do the other two real quick okay. so um uh, we're talking about the content roadmap right so for for the listener here Think about um, a three-month, six-month, 12-month process, a roadmap of the content that you can create from a video perspective. Uh, number two is content multiplication, right? So once you create these videos, what other pieces of content that can you create? So obviously articles and, and um, you know, little uh, quote graphics and different things like that. Again, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just taking that material and multiplying it. And then the third step is distribution. So we, we talked a little bit about that, like where do you put these videos, right? So of course, social media, of course, uh, your website and, and YouTube and things like that. I have a, a list of, uh, I think we're up to 42 different places to, to post and repost these videos every month. Um, like one of them, for example, is your email signature line, right? No, most people send out, you know, dozens of emails a day or, or an hour or whatever that might be. You know, put put a little blurb in your email like, hey, check out our latest video value bomb or whatever that might be. Nice. That can link to your, you know, uh, video page, either on your website or YouTube or whatever. So be thinking about where is my ideal audience, customer, client, whatever that is. Yeah. And then start there, but then also think think um, outside of, of normal things. You know, are there any... Um, 
any um, um, publications that are looking to co for content to highlight, any news outlets, any, you know, think really outside the box and then kind of hone it in with where do we want to start and maybe where can we grow this in six to 12 months? Yeah, I love burned media. So I'm all about that. And I do not utilize my signature, email signature enough. So I should really start doing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna cut a little bit here. So we'll just do number nine again, okay? Sure. So you've been doing this for about 20 years now. You said you started in 2003. So what is one important lesson that you have learned over the course of your video marketing career that you can share with the audience? Yeah, it's it's keep experimenting, right? Keep trying new things. I, I think the people and companies and institutions that think, uh, any type of marketing is like a one-time deal. Like if, if this doesn't work, then it must be a failure, right? Like if, if this video doesn't perform, if this one video doesn't perform, then all video is pointless. We're, that's flushing money. No, like it's a strategy. You, you learn and grow. Just, you mentioned analytics, right? You study the data. What does it say? Um, so the short answer is keep experimenting. And then that's kind of the long version of that. Um, oh, along with analytics. So, a again, a lot of people think with video, you know, one video, then we'll test it out. We'll see it anymore. You have to have a bunch, right? You know, so that's where it's like, hey, give it six months of like regular content to see what performs. Uh, and then you can make an assessment. So that's mm -hmm. my, uh, my short and long answer. Yeah, it's just like SEO, you know, it's not a short game. It's a long game. You have to be patient with it and experiment and see where it goes. It may take a couple, like you said, a couple of months for a video to take off. You never know who's going to pick it up and right. run with it. So um, talking about experimenting, talking about educating yourself, learning, constantly growing. What are two books or podcasts or video influences do you, you recommend uh, anyone should check out to becoming a better marketer? Yeah, this was really hard. I'll be honest when, when you sent me this question, because I'm like, man, I, I love podcasts. I love audio books and books and video stuff. So it was like, okay. Um, and so I've, I've found uh, in my own journey, I've gone from more from, from hearing more tactics and strategies to, to almost doing more mindset stuff. Mm -hmm. So I won't, I won't go on the mindset stuff. Cause I mean, that that's a whole different road, which I'm happy to talk about, but to answer your question, uh, I did finally narrow it down to two books. Um, one of them is who not how by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. Okay. And because the reason for that, have you read that book, by the way, or I have not never. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, you know, I think all entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, businesses, institutions, you know, we, we do things really well, but there's gaps. And, but, but sometimes we tell ourselves, Hey, I have to do it all, but there's like, there's a who that can do that better. It's not, how can I do this? It's who can do this. Mm -hmm. And so you, um, this book kind of looks at different um, companies that have, have scaled. And a lot of times it's because they've found certain who's that can do this versus how they can do it internally. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. it's just, I've, I've, um, I'm an audiobook guy. I've listened to that at least twice, if not three times in the last, well, I think it was uh, last January. I listened to it back to back because it was oh. so good. I was taking so many notes. Okay. So, okay. so who not how by uh, Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And then secondly is uh, they ask you answer okay. by Marcus Sheridan. And um, he's big in the video marketing space. And he really talks about uh, being customer centric and listening to what your audience wants to know 
and answering those questions or giving them content that helps them. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, it's great. I really like the recommendation of who, not how, which brings me, I have an example of that. I, um, you know, I'm on a charter website as well at our company, but I, I also have a sales engineer. He's, he's a developer, web developer who's, uh, helps me out a lot with the website and stuff. So we, recently partnered with an SEO company to do a site audit and it gave me a list of things to fix and I tried to go in there and fix it it would have taken me hours to fix this stuff and I was like this guy is technical he and he goes in there he's just click 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 and it's done you know and, and it right. would have taken me 20 hours it takes him maybe five hours so even though sometimes you feel like you need to do it all there there's probably somebody there who can do it better more efficiently and then you're able to um you know care about other stuff and take care of other things, bit more big picture things to get the needle moving. Right. And I've even taken that principle uh, to my personal life and, and family life and things, right? Like if, if the goal is to, for me, is to be more with my family, more present, you know, who are the who's that can do the things I really don't like to do? You know, it's okay if somebody, you know, fixes this or mows my lawn or does this or whatever. And obviously there's a money component, you know, money's not endless, uh, you know, so you have to pick and choose what's, what's important, but yeah, there's people that can, I've, I had a buddy come over and fix my fence. Cause it, you know, one of the kids broke it or that would have taken me hours. Right. And he did it in, you know, 10, yeah. 15 minutes. So yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you're experts, you gotta, you gotta use them. It's what, what they're there for. As we wrap up the episode, Jeff, how can people get in touch with you to learn more about you or, uh, true focus media? Yeah, you can go to my website, truefocusmedia.com, uh, you know, see all of our kind of high quality video stuff, our video value bombs stuff, our, our web development stuff, all that uh, good stuff, uh, or LinkedIn, uh, and maybe in the show notes, you can put, you know, my LinkedIn uh, um, link there. I'm, I'm, I try to be active on LinkedIn, both posting my own video value bombs, as well as just commenting on good people like yourself, uh, Chris, as well as others that are uh, kind of in the community and, and help each other out. Yeah, I really like your videos on LinkedIn. So I always follow and I recommend everybody else to follow you as well, Jeff. All right, Jeff, thank you so much. That concludes the episode. Thank you for being a part of the Marketing Tales show today. Thanks so much. I really appreciated it. Oh, and I just wanted to say, because you have a, a tie to education, uh, both my parents are teachers, lifelong uh, educators. So I look at marketing primarily as how can we teach something to, mm -hmm. to show our expertise, to gain trust, and to, to kind of give back and help the other person? So that's a little free marketing tip there I'll throw in at the end. Yeah, it's always better to give than to get. You got it. Thank you, Jeff. Take care now. Thanks so much.